Don't you know that you so wrong, man? You're wrong and here's why. Chris and Greg don't see eye to eye. Like none of the time. Robert Covington sticks. I don't care what you think. How is LeBron James the king when he's ruining teams? Yo, wrong and here's why. Underdog Sports presents. Yo, wrong and here's why. Underdog Sports presents. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of You're Wrong and Here's Why. Chris Horwardell, joined by Greg Crone. Gregory, how are you on this Thanksgiving week? I was going to say, it's, it's almost Thanksgiving. We're we're getting ready for turkey. We're getting ready for, you know, days off from, from work, and it couldn't be more excited. I know. I need it. I need it. I'm so stressed out. Uh, there's just so much work to do all the time. And it's great. It's great. It's great to be busy. But it also makes you crazy to be busy. <laughs> it certainly does. And Dude, I am losing my mind. The craziest part about it is is my one of my oldest child just doesn't have school all week. No school no. all week. Just that's that was not a thing when I was when I was a school age child. We just did no. not have school for the entire week of Thanksgiving. Like, I don't understand when that started. I, I appreciate if it didn't start. Like, yeah, the other schools in my area. Yeah. The other schools in my area have school. Why Why am I? Why Why, why are we not having school? But regardless, um, so I've been entertaining that all week while also trying to, you know, maintain a full-time job. So True. I feel like, and it has been a while since I was in elementary school when for this stuff, but, and she, I, I guess she's not even, but <laughs> getting close, but not yeah, yet. Um, I feel like you got typically got like that Wednesday off and then you had the long week. Yeah. Long maybe weekend. a half day Wednesday. That would, that would be what you were shooting for. No, not, half, not half days. That's crazy that half days exist. I, I can't imagine. Like we don't. There, there haven't been many yet in my uh, my life as a parent. I know they're coming because I know they're still a thing, but I I just can't. Like I can't imagine how stressful a half day is on or was on parents in our in our day and age. For real, like, these, little, these little assholes are getting home at noon. Well, that and like when you, like work from home wasn't a, a thing. Like every oh, once no. in a while. Every once in a while, my mom would have the ability to work from home. It was few and far between. And like even that was antiquated because you're talking about the early 2000s. You know what I mean? The aughts. Um, which is, yeah, I'll never call it that, even though I probably should. Um, but it's it's just, it's crazy to me to think like you're just expected to take the days off. Like that's just how life worked or take part of a day off for that. Like I don't know how people survive. Yeah, I mean, kids were out of school for like a year because of the pandemic. How about we uh, put a one-year moratorium on half days? I'm fine with that. I'm perfectly fine with that. Oh, my God. Crazy. Uh, and the craziest thing is there's just so much going on in the sports Uh-oh. world. Uh, I've got BovadaSportsBook.com open in front of me. We're going to look at all this week's lines. There's an incredible college football game that we have to talk about, a fun week in the National Football League. Every week is crazy in the NFL now. I don't understand what, what's going on. I don't know who's good. I genuinely think there's like 18 different teams that could win the Super Bowl, and I wouldn't be surprised. I'm losing my mind, Gregory. Dude, I thought there was a point in time where I had figured it out. Like football betting, college football betting. I was on I was on runs that were unimaginable. But, buddy, I can't. I Like, I can barely buy wins currently. Mm. It's no, every week is unbelievably unpredictable, uh, especially from the NFL standpoint. Like I have just no idea what to do in almost every. The only situation I know for a fact is always a positive. Like I'm always going to come out on top. Is I know the Green Bay Packers stink. Other than that, <laughs> other well, than that, didn't they have a pretty big win like two weeks ago? Yeah, and but that was clear smoke and mirrors. If you watched their. Uh, their game against the Titans on Thursday night. That team stinks. Um, I say this now, and Sunday night's going to come around, and Aaron Rodgers is going to be feasting on my tears oh, as an Eagles fan. Eight touchdowns for Christian Watson. Yeah, it's it's going to be pure misery. Um, but no, I just like 
they're they're the only team that I can really I can really figure out and know. I feel like the biggest dummy in the world thinking that all of a sudden the Vikings were good. I knew they stunk. Why did I think they would beat the Dallas Cowboys? Like, why did I think that? Because the why? week before that, the Cowboys lost to the Packers. Exactly. Exactly. Nothing Nothing makes sense anymore. No. Like, there's no way around this. No. And I'll tell you what. The nice thing, uh, we, all, we always use the Bavada lines. The nice thing about Bavada is that you can buy those extra points. If, you, if you're a little – you're wondering. Like, I'm looking at this Michigan-Ohio uh, State game – Giant game, two top three teams in the country, giant playoff uh, ramifications here. And the line, the, the basic line is Michigan plus seven at, uh, at minus 110. But, you know, you want to buy a half point, you could drop that to 120. You want to buy a point, you can drop that to minus 130. You want to drop by a point and a half, go to minus 140. That's value. It certainly is. And if you asked me three weeks ago what I thought about this game, I would have said, oh, Ohio State's just going to roll over them. They're 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 going to absolutely crush them. But now, now I have no idea what to think. Ohio State struggles with Maryland. I know they, ended, they won by, uh, you know, whatever. I forget what the final was. But there was parts of that game that were very dicey. And for Michigan, you know, Corum gets hurt in their game this past weekend. Uh, he's been by far their best player for a majority of the season. Like, what's that team going to look like? Because they didn't exactly look fantastic this past week. And I know you can say, like, oh, look ahead spot, look ahead spot, look ahead spot. But I don't know, man. I'm I'm very intrigued by this game and what it's going to turn into. Yeah, as of a day ago, there was uh, still no update on whether or not Blake Corum or any of the other injured Michigan players were going to play at Ohio State this weekend. That's tough. That's tough. I, I don't know. I, it's, I I can't imagine a situation where if they have the ability to play, they're not going to. You need that guy in the lineup if you're Michigan, if he is anything close to healthy, because he's one of the guys who can compete athletically with the Ohio State team. Correct. 100%. Uh, and he talking about like having a, a giant year out of nowhere. He'd never gotten the opportunity to touch the ball this much. He went 144 carries last year. Maybe that's the problem, honestly. 144 carries last year in 12 games this year in 11, 245 up to almost 1500 yards rushing and 18 touchdowns guys, five, eight and generously, generously. <laughs> generously. Thanksgiving week. English doesn't matter. Brain no work good. Yeah. Uh, generously uh, listed at 200 pounds. Yes, very, very generously. <laughs> oh, man. I Yeah, I, I'm intrigued by that game. I, I It's one of those games that, you know, being a Penn State fan, you try to figure out what way both teams can lose. And this year, this year I'm just more interested to see, like, how that goes. Because there's so many implications. The, the playoff is like it, it feels like it was in flux a little bit and then it got thrown into even more of a flux with Tennessee just getting absolutely demolished sad yeah. for Hendon Hooker that that's a real bummer sucks uh, absolutely sucks it's yeah it's like the worst part about college athletics when you see that type of injury uh for a guy that was having a fantastic year and had a had a team in a great situation very sad for Jalen Hyatt too by the way yeah I mean that guy was balling with Hendon Hooker as his quarterback um, um, so yeah, that, that's a bummer, but it opens up the opportunities that maybe we see the return uh, of the pac 12 and USC in the playoff, buddy. No, I just, I want to just hit this. I, I, I'm, I don't know if I'm comfortable with Ohio state minus seven and a half, but you buy those points and get it down to Ohio state minus six that I'm comfortable with. And that is like to go from minus one ten to minus one thirty at Bavada and get value that you're actually comfortable with come on i couldn't agree more with that they, they, like where the line sits normally i'm i'd say michigan all day the touchdown michigan's you know defense 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 that kind of thing um but if you're gonna get that that extra couple of points i'll i i, I like where your head's at with it i guess there would be no reason six would really be a push anyway so there'd be no reason to buy more than a point and go minus 130, minus six and a half. Yeah. 
Uh, but hey, even better value, e- even better value. Uh, I have to apologize for something that I said last week, Gregory. No. Not to you, of course, but we've uh, I've been ranting and raving and going on and on about how much I, I've fallen in love with YouTube TV since since making the switch to it, right? Oh, no. No, this is going to be a positive. This is going to okay. be a positive. The one thing that I brought up last week was that I had issues with how the DVR worked because I didn't think I should have to watch ads. I don't know what the rhyme or reason to it is, Gregory, but I went back, watched a Sixers game, and I didn't have to watch ads. Man, well, that's a look at look. You won't. You'll be able to fast forward all the way to the point where Ben Simmons gave all the fans in attendance free chicken nuggets. This week, personally, like talk about a way to just in, if it okay. I, I I know nothing about the Sixers Nets game that's being played right now, and very much intentionally. But like, if you're Simmons and you're in a situation and you're at the line where it, it doesn't matter, do you just like play it off like, oh yeah, this is for you guys? <laughs> Uh, love, you, yeah. love you, Philly. You might, you might have to. I will say, you know, for all the the crap that we've given Ben Simmons over the course of the past, you know, two years almost, mm-hmm. um, w- the way he approached this pregame in the media, it it makes you think like maybe he does get it a tiny bit or he's just trying to protect himself from getting booed out of a building. It's one I of those I think it's two. the latter, Gregory. Yeah. I, I listen, I want to believe in people. I want to believe that he, he's not just a, you know, the jerk. Um, unfortunately, I think I may be wrong, but like it's, it, it, it's just a bummer. It's a, the whole situation's a bummer. I don't know mm-hmm. what else to say. Well, I stand by, I don't think he likes basketball. Well, that yes, I think that's very obvious. I, it's 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 a means for him to be popular and make a bunch of money, and I don't think he actually cares all that much about it, which is a bad fit on a team with Kevin Durant, who does care quite a bit about basketball. Uh, uh, some would say too much. With that said, and again, no spoilers for today. Benjamin has had his best two games of the year in the games leading up to this. He we're. I can only imagine what's going on right now and no response for this because he's playing an unbelievably undermanned 76ers team without without Joel Harden and Maxi. Uh is is Tobias in the lineup? Tobias started. So Okay. Yeah, that's right, so there, for you. So, so there. You had Toby is the go-to guy. Oh god. The troubling a troubling lineup. Uh like why why won't they sign a point guard? They literally don't have a true point guard on the roster for and for at least two weeks with until Harden comes back. It's not good. It's certainly not good. And um, I, people need to stop texting me about the Sixers. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not me, uh, it's which not. is a good thing. Um, yeah, that's it's a bummer. It's it it stinks that this was the the way that he returned in a situation where literally. No one is playing. Like no yeah. one's playing. It's just kind of over, uh, unfortunately. Were you so. watching it or was it just on? Oh, uh, I turned it on. Like I put it on in my in my home. Was there interaction? Are are like is Joel there? Is Joel on the bench? Uh that I I haven't paid close enough attention to see that. Um, unfortunately. Uh I mean there were daps pregame. People were dapping up Ben. Uh, so that's, that was a thing that, if that counts, apparently on the pregame show and I, I really do like, I like the TNT pregame show. I don't know why I never watch it. It's because I don't have time. I can't turn a, it's, I can't turn a two and a half hour event into a three hour event. It just doesn't make sense. But I got a couple of texts about how Barkley was going off on Ben Simmons pregame. He was. Basically saying that Ben Simmons got mad when his his organization asked him to get better at basketball. You did say that. That is correct. <laughs> so that's pretty amazing. It's a great. It's a great line. It's a great line for sure. Uh, and I agree. I agree. <laughs> I would completely agree uh, because he 
decided he just wasn't going to try anymore. And when we asked him to work with people, it was like, my brother's going to teach me how to shoot. And everyone knows how that, how that goes. Yeah. And I'm definitely left-handed. Um, well, hundred percent. Couldn't, I, couldn't be more left-handed. I saw that. Couldn't be more left-handed if I tried to be left-handed. <laughs> uh, saw a, a stat today that with, at the current rate, in order to break Steph Curry's record for most three-pointers uh, all time in the NBA, Ben would have to play until I, I believe it's the year 5740. It <laughs> mm, seems like a problem. I don't know if he's going to make it to that. I don't know, man. It's uh, what with the what what with the cryo, yeah. the cry, cryo really rejuvenate. Now. Yeah, yeah. I think you can. I think you could easily play into your house. <laughs> oh God. Just ask Tom Brady. He doesn't look like a skeleton at this point. I think part of that's. I think that's a little more than uh, than aging. I think. I think there's been some alleged work done. It is. Yeah. Have you ever? I think I've talked about this on the show before. But have you ever seen that 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 picture that goes around on social media that basically it says like, "You're not ugly. You're just poor." Yes. <laughs> Yes. With like with like uh Ronaldo and Tom Brady and a handful of other people. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know exact I know the exact picture you're talking about. Be like, yeah, slight I mean the slight changes as those guys got a little bit older, huh? Uh, just a tiny bit. Bone just... structure looks much better. So yeah, it's like a completely different person. It's weird how that works. Also, I saw a picture of uh of Chloe Kardashian before before her I won't say she got surgery, but potentially had work done looks like a different human being yeah like i she definitely allegedly maybe had some type of surgery to make her look more like her sisters and uh you know that's i think that's why people tune into the show is to get the latest kardashians Kardashians, that's you know i'm i'm right uh i'm right on i'm all in the kardashian world so i get that 100 percent. well twitter told me that devin booker and kendall jenner broke up so no no. i know (laughs) Which NBA player will she date next? Find I, out next week. Who knows? I, I, I have no idea. I can't, can barely even fake my knowledge on any of this. <laughs> I'm going to go with, I'm going to say, this is interesting. Taco Fell. Ooh, okay. All right. He, I guess he, technically he needs, not an NBA player anymore. but He needs some headlines. I could see that happening. Did you see Dwight went overseas and he had like his first game was like 45 points, 25 rebounds, 12 assists and and like 10 blocks or something. I mean, the man was still a contributing member on NBA teams six months ago. I That's not surprising. Yeah. And I would kill for him to be our backup center right now. Should have no never offense. traded Andre Drummond. Well, I mean, I, there was a... Harden was a pretty solid piece to get back. Oh yeah, how's his last five? How's he done our last five games? Good. He's been good. It, completely un, completely unpredictable and unexpected that that a a thirty four year old who was playing the second most minutes in all of basketball ended up getting hurt. That's weird. That's I that's definitely on him. I, I blame him and solely him. Couldn't be on anybody else. No. Who else is there to blame? Hmm. Certainly not the doctor. No, now him? How could you ever? Oh my God! How do you uh, you see the new college football uh, playoff rankings today? What What are your thoughts? Uh, I I would assume the top four are the same. Uh, I have I didn't see anything past that because I was in the middle of getting kids to bed so we could do this. Um, I I have to assume that USC moved up, right? Top four, top four right now. Okay, I'm just gonna fast forward here. So this is there. Uh, Georgia's number one, Ohio State number two, Michigan number three, TCU number four, LSU number five, USC number six. Hmm. LSU is going to get absolutely destroyed in a college football playoff game if they somehow manage to squeak in. Yeah, I don't think they're that good. They're not. Uh, they're they're really not. Like. Uh, the team that honestly deserves to be in, even though they've lost two games, is that Alabama team. Agreed. Which I hate. I hate to say that because Alabama's always in it, but like their two losses are what they lose by a late field goal at at Tennessee. Which let's. I mean, 
from a from an atmosphere standpoint. I know Tennessee hasn't been that good for several years, but like from a crowd standpoint and everything, like they obviously that's a tough place to play. And then you lose mm-hmm. uh, in overtime when a team goes for two in the game to LSU. Like right. it's just it's wacky. I, I know, I know, I know that we can't put Alabama in right now. Um, but if there ever was a chance, that's the team you really want to see in there. Bryce Young, et cetera. Sure. Like, Bryce Young, et cetera, is actually a really nice way to sum up the Alabama Crimson Tide this year. <laughs> I, I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. No, no, you're not. Uh, when do we jump to eight? Is that 2024? Uh, I think so. Or is it eight or 12? Uh, when, I, think when they have the, I think they have the ability to move it up. And I think this – so like – I think they have the ability to to move it up sooner than the agreed upon date. It wouldn't shock me if they put it into place for next year. Um, looking for the expansion. Let's see. We know it. Yeah, it says decision on twenty twenty four. College football's twelve team playoff explained. When will it start? Reading things. <laughs> date. Uh, no sentence. Yeah, yeah. Several sources told me on Thursday, this is uh, Adam Rittenberg from ESPN. Several sources told me Thursday that 2024 would be very difficult to pull off for the expanded CFP. Could see a 2025 as a likelier option. If it's 2026, everything just starts over with a new format. Mm, I think they'll figure out a way to move it up. That's just me. Well, the other element in play here uh, may be that 2020, Television. yes, 2026 would be the first year of the uh, the current broadcast deal. So Ooh. who knows? We'll see. Money getting in the way of sports. Not that. What what other sport would allow money to to corrupt uh, to corrupt their their setups? Not soccer. Not soccer by any means. Uh, first of all, no. Soccer and FIFA are above reproach. Now, for those people who didn't hear Underdog last week, you should listen to it. You might hate it. We enjoyed it. Matt and I are planning on buying a soccer team. Uh, no, sorry, a softball team. I heard about this. Yeah. I, I, I was well in, well informed on it. We have feelers out to some, some big-time Hollywood people. And so keep an eye on that. But just today, and this may throw a monkey wrench in my plans, Gregory, speaking of soccer, I was very into the semi-pro softball idea, but I might have to left turn now that Man U's available. Oh, they're officially up for sale? That is correct. Wow. I mean, I, all, the, all the NFL and major sports owners uh, in the U.S. getting out. The Leno Liverpool was exploring the possibility of selling. Man, you now, I guess it sounds like they might sell from what you're telling me. Hmm. Well, that's what ESPN's telling me. I'm not. Don't don't use me as the source here. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know if I can uh, trust Chris that. Chris Woodell says, man, you available. <laughs> they want $45 for the company. <laughs> uh, that is interesting. It's very, very interesting. Um, I'd be stunned if that if that actually, when that actually happens, but... It would be interesting to see someone else uh, run that team. Someone who may actually care uh, more than the Glazer family. Uh, look, like you said, soccer is great. And uh, that comes just a day after that Man U announced Ronaldo is going to be leaving the team after a mutual agreement. Yeah, that uh, the, 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 re- the reuniting of Man U and Ronaldo never really went uh, according to plan, unfortunately, who knew signing 37 year old strikers who have giant egos was a bad idea. Uh, not me. I could have never seen that coming. Chris. Uh, if United were to be sold outright, the club would be expected to fetch a price far in excess of the 2.5 billion paid in May for Chelsea. Oh yeah. I mean, and, and British billionaire Jim Ratcliffe, who also bid on Chelsea, has said he would be interested in buying Man U. Man U's been bad. Not bad. I say bad. They, they yeah, that's a the, premier team. Come on. They, they, they finish in... Yeah, right. But when you've had 13, and uh, believe me, this is simply and purely an accidental thing that I know this today. Um, hmm. 
when you're the all-time, you know, winner of Premier Leagues with 13 of them, and the I think the other close, the next closest is six uh, Premier League titles, um, and you haven't won one in, it's been a while. Uh, fans get antsy. They're mm. so used to dominating and winning and being that premier team and playing in the Champions League every year. Soccer fans are pretty laid back. And it, like, of course, and it just hasn't been that consistency. They've made a, a couple of, uh, not a couple, a lot of wrong decisions on personnel from coaching, uh, and things just haven't really gone to to plan since Sir Alex Ferguson stepped away. Uh, and it's been a while since he stepped away. It's not like I think we've gone through four to six coaches since then, um, and things just haven't haven't really haven't really worked out. So. Um, a change in ownership, someone who actually doesn't have anything or, or at least can put more focus on the, the football on the field versus the football in Tampa Bay, uh, I think I think makes a little more sense. Well, they're 8-2-4 and four in their fifth place in the Premier League right now. Which is somehow a bad year. Like, it's it, top four is the goal, no matter what, in the Premier League. If you're not going to win, you better finish in the top four. You better make the Champions League. I know they do well when they play in Europa. They should do well. They're yeah. one of the most expensive clubs in the world. Like, And from a monetary standpoint, like they they spend money poorly, but they do spend money. Um, so like, they should win Europa if they get into it. Like, So I don't know. It's just soccer. Soccer's so weird. There's so much stuff going on with it. There's like a thousand leagues and teams, and it, it, it's a lot to pay attention to. I had darts to think about. I ain't got time for soccer. I know, and I don't even really like soccer, but it fascinates me. It is. I, just, I yes. love the structure. I I love just being like, ah, oh, it's halfway through the year. Maybe we'll buy better players. Yeah, yes. <laughs> like, uh. like our, Arsenal is easily the best team in the Premier League this year, 12-1-1. One, and one. Shout and out, Mark. And never. And they're <laughs> and they're going after they're going after Danilo. Like they, it's crazy. They they're gonna add, they're gonna spend a ton of money. January go, transfer window, baby. To go after a just a s incredible superstar young midfielder. It's that's just that's soccer. The season lasts forever. The Premier League season's like thirty-eight weeks, um, or thirty-six weeks. It's something crazy like that. So having the there is no off season to really do this. The only like the only league that really plays off cycle, and there's a couple of them, South American countries, uh, Brazil, Mexico, some of those leagues, but really it is just the MLS that plays on that weird off cycle time where their their season is primarily in the summer here. Yeah. Well, who did you have looking at the Pavada odds? Who did you have for the World Cup win? I you would I I mean, I said it last week uh, on Better's Delight, but I like I like England and they came out and took care of business in game one, their first game uh, against Iran, and th they showed why they should be one of the serious favorites this year. They have a ton of you mentioned young talent, but a ton of young Premier League talent that is, you know, primed and ready. They had a good run in the Euros just last year, the, the tournament that was rescheduled from 2020 because of the pandemic. And they just feel like they should get through the group relatively easily with the USA and Wales. I, I, I like them. I like them a lot. Can I say, like, you and I are both taking part in this stupid World Cup random draw. Oh and, gosh, he got you involved. <laughs> oh my god. And we neither one of us fared well. All right, what are you talking about? Saudi Arabia beat Argentina today, buddy. Plus 2500 on the money line for anyone who was betting Saudi Arabia uh in the opening of Lionel Messi's five, fifth World Cup. Uh that's a big win for me. I I may have a chance to get two teams through into the group stage. Okay, first of all, somebody got France and Brazil, which yeah, seems crazy. That's a bummer. <laughs> I, I, on the other hand, am counting on either Croatia or South Korea to make a run. And uh, the odds, as I mentioned, uh, I mentioned Bavada, the odds are not in favor of either of those things happening. Well, to be fair, uh, Croatia, Stop. Did, they did play in the World Cup final four years ago. So it's not uh -huh. like they're, they and, are... And, 
And that team is as good as they were last the last time? Uh, well, they're a little older, um, for sure. But they they do still have some talent. Is Dario playing? I don't even know who that is. Dario Saric? No, I don't I don't think I don't think Dario Saric got the call for the World the Cup this year. Oh god, Sixers process fans, how much I despise them. Miss you, miss you, homie. Miss TJ too. But that's a uh, I just would like to have a one point guard on the roster. It would be cool. <laughs> That'd be helpful. I'm just, you know, I'm crazy. I'm one of those guys who likes having people who can actually dribble and pass the ball on the team. But hey, um, you can call Charlie Brown the whatever up if they need a ball handler. And I don't want to talk about this right now. It's making me sad. So listen, well, let me talk. Let me talk about soccer. That's made me sad. The United States uh, committing dumb penalties to give Gareth Bale penalty shots. Gareth Bale has ruined more soccer games for me in the last month than, than anyone else in my, in my entire lifetime. He that Welsh scored, team, man, they play hard. He scored the late goal. Uh, he scored the late goal against the Union that forced overtime and then eventually led to the Union losing in PKs. Not that I care about the Union, but it's more Philadelphia team going down and losing uh, mm-hmm. in, in such horrific fashion. Then you follow it up with he draws the penalty and scores the PK for Wales. And honestly, like to be fair, if this were 10 months ago, it wouldn't really bother me. I wouldn't have that big of a deal. The issue is, is I follow darts players on Instagram who are Welsh, and they've, they've they've proceeded to put up Instagram stories and posts about Gareth Bale and the Welsh soccer team. So now oh. it's in my face. It's like it's like having coworkers who are Houston Astros fans, even though I live in Philadelphia. Like that that is that that's how this. It follows me, Chris. Bad those, things those follow. Welsh darts players are really rubbing it here. I mean, they're killing me, Chris. They're absolutely killing me. Okay. Um, well, I'm <laughs> sorry. Sorry that that's happening to you. I don't think it's a real legitimate concern, but I am sorry it's happening For you, to you. no. For me. Stop, like, stop following Welsh darts players. How can I, Chris? This is this is the darts. It's the it's the hotbed for darts this year, uh, this time of year, buddy. We just came off the Grand Slam, which was unbelievable. Shout out Michael Smith, first nope. career major. He was zero and eight in major finals going into this. You could say he's the Phil Mickelson of the darts uh, of the darts world. Proceeded to get Chris. Proceeded to get his first major win at the perfect time. You have the Players' Championship Finals this upcoming weekend. And then we're only, what's today, the 22nd? Mm-hmm. We are, man, I am bad at math. But I had four, eight. We're like 23 days away from the beginning of the World Championships, Chris, December 15th. I mean, I, there's a lot going on in the world of darts right now. With the directionless take we have going on right now in the show i really feel like i'm doing underdog but i recognize <laughs> we are talking about sports just not ones that anyone cares about but me yeah uh that's Understand. fine though we we talked about soccer it's the world cup all of that stuff's good uh one thing one thing that i did say on underdog that i i, I want to say to everybody here too and uh i imagine there's a decent crossover of people but Certainly, uh, people uniquely listen to one show and not the other, especially the last couple of uh, the last 52 episodes of Underdog. Um, thank you guys all for the crazy support that you've shown the network over the years and more recently that you've all shown the YouTube channel. This has been such a fun thing to work on. Like it is genuinely something I enjoy doing, even if I hate editing videos with a passion of a burning <laughs> sun. But it's something that I genuinely dig to see how quickly the numbers are going up is is insane. Um, we've as of right now, we're at seventy thousand one hundred and eighty seven subscribers. That's up twenty two thousand subscribers in the last twenty eight days almost a thousand subscribers a day that's unreal that's amazing that's awesome and i'm genuinely thankful so thank you guys all who are supporting whatever various ventures we we get into yeah man it's it's awesome it's awesome to see like every time matt is typically the one that will tell me 
uh, what's going on in the world of views or YouTube or any of that stuff. And it's, uh, it's awesome to see anytime we get love like that. So I, again, we talked, I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago, like how long we've been doing stuff like this and to see that kind of support is, is so cool. It's, it's awesome. Well, and the, the betters, the lights comments are pretty great. Oh, they, they're, there's all, all, nothing or terrible, but <laughs> depends on who you are and how bad your room smells. Uh, but okay. So here's the thing I will say. I don't think it's like, it's pointedly mean. I think, I think the viewers are mean to everyone. Oh yeah. hundred percent. It's not like any one person is getting picked on. And that's what we like. That's cool. That's fine. You make fun of everybody. No, we don't. We don't pick on any one person. You make fun of everybody, and that's fine. <laughs> it's the way. That's 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 the theme of the show. You just everybody. It's it's a bunch of guys who were, <clears throat> well, up until uh, the last couple of weeks, uh, very well. We, now we are back to being mediocre gamblers, but we had a good run for a little bit, yeah. and it's just it's it's a hangout. It's a hangout for for a couple of dudes to just talk about gambling and bust each other's chops a little bit. It's the best part about it. I am, uh, am I in first place? Uh, I have to look at the numbers for this week. It's, it's close. I think I actually had a positive week this week, so I don't know right away. All right. I'll be in first place next week. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see soon enough. I'm sure God, when Mike, God damn you, Wrexham, by the way, I know Wrexham went up big. They went up, got a nice, early, comfortable two-goal lead in the first half, got a little rusty on their laurels, and uh, all they had to do is just put one in in the second half. I would have hit I would hit five of six if they get two goals in the second half, as they did the first. Would have hit six of six, three of six, as it were, but you know, 50% ain't bad. No, if, you, if, you're cashing, if you're cashing money, it's never bad. Pretty sure I lost money. You did. It's all right, though. <laughs> but, but three of six ain't bad. Speaking of uh, losing money, let's get to our picks for the week, Greg. Big NFL week. Crazy NFL week. Are these some of these times right? Like we were, I was talking, Matt and I were talking about this, and then I didn't look it up. Is this a new, is this really a noon start for the Browns and the Bucks on on Sunday? No, it's definitely one o'clock. Something's going on with your time time zones. Okay, yeah, because like I've got noon starts, I've got one o'clock starts, I've got three o five starts. Uh, just very weird. But you're right because looking at some of these other games, the times do not match up. Although eight twenty for the Eagles game, so figure that out. Yeah, anyway, can't match that one up. Let's talk about Thanksgiving games. The first of which, the Buffalo Bills head to Detroit to take on the Detroit Lions. Bavada's got the Lions plus 10 at home. I mean, the Bills getting two games in Detroit back-to-back weeks is just... It's almost unfair for the Lions. Um, Great bounce-back game for the Bills in the the Browns game. The Browns are just kind of in a holding pattern until Deshaun Watson is eligible to actually play on the field. Mm -hmm. Is what it is. I I don't... like. I know the Lions are coming off that big win against the Giants. The Lions actually may have won like three games in a row, which is crazy. Um, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember the last time that's happened uh, since I've started watching the NFL. So maybe Larry Lomas Sanders Brown. Was playing, I was going yeah. to say Lomas Brown guaranteeing a win against the Eagles in the playoffs. Like maybe that. Uh, that's so unbelievably long ago that I that just made my head hurt. Um but yeah, I, I think the Bills. I think the Bills roll pretty easily in this matchup. I'm trying to find it. No, I'm having a hard time seeing when they actually won three in a row. But hey, three in a row counts, including a win, big win over the Packers, who beat the Cowboys, which means the Eagles are better than the Cowboys. Which I guess also transitive properties are easier when the Eagles beat the Cowboys. That's exactly so, how that works. You don't have to worry about that. But that just proves the fact. Proves the hypothesis, Greg. Transitive par- uh, properties are correct. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Thank you for bearing with me there. <laughs> the, what do we have next? The We have an electrician coming to my house at 9.30 tomorrow morning, in case anybody's wondering. God just got that notification. The New York football giants are heading to Dallas 
take on the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, Bavada has the Cowboys minus nine and a half big lines here early on. I, I, I think the Giants can keep this close. I know they like I, I know getting destroyed by the the Lions last week shouldn't give me any confidence in them. Um, but I do think that this is a chance for it's a division game. These games are always weirdly close. Yeah. Um, I think some of that Cowboys versus Vikings game was a little bit of smoke and mirrors. I, mainly because I don't think the Vikings are as good as their record, and I don't think the Cowboys are as good as that game. So um, I, I'm I'm very interested to see where this one goes. But I think Daniel Jones and company can keep it close in Dallas on Thanksgiving. Yeah, who would have thought Daniel Jones was the quarterback that was going to just save his career this season? Not who I would have predicted. I'll no, tell you and- that much. I mean, we've got a couple of guys and teams later on who are going to be uh, not playing the guy who they traded for to be the starter this year. We'll talk about those as we get there. The New England Patriots head to Minnesota for the final Thanksgiving Day game. And uh, Bavada has the Vikings minus two and a half. That Patriots defense is very good, man. I know Zach Wilson. Listen, I told you two plus years ago that Zach Wilson was bad. The whole world got to really see it on display. This past weekend. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. I thought he looked good. And he was accountable in the press conference. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I mean, took took full responsibility uh, for for that. <laughs> what was it? More punts than pass completions? Uh, nine completed passes, 10 punts for the Jets this past weekend. And the Jets are not committing to Zach Wilson as the starter moving Why on. Why would they? <laughs> um, uh, feels like you need to know at this point, though. You're probably not wrong uh, based off of the, you know, it is Wednesday or Tuesday. Um, but it, regardless, I, I just, I, I don't know what to make of the Vikings when you lose that badly to a team. Like, is that just an anomaly? Is that just one ba- really, 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 really bad game? Or do you actually yeah. just stink? Um, I like to think that it's stink. Uh, I think the Patriots can, can cover in this game. I actually think the Patriots can win this game outright. Belichick has this is national audience. This is prime time night game. Kirk Cousins. I think it's the Patriots all day. Closest game. I don't know that it's necessarily going to be the best game we're going to see on Thanksgiving. Oh no, no, God no. But uh, yeah, we'll see. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers head to Cleveland, Ohio, to take on the Cleveland Browns. Bavada has the Browns plus three and a half. And Gregory, if it matters. I should tell you that their field was vandalized today. Oh, no. Um, Somebody got onto the field and was like doing circles and doing donuts on the field. Seems bad. Seems bad for the uh, quality of the field. That's just... really just the there's jokes to be made about the Cleveland defense. I... <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Um, yeah, I I think. Uh, like Brady and the Bucks seem to be kind of pulling it all together here. And as I say that, I'm sure I'll shoot myself in the foot with it, but um, yeah. they, they were getting, getting it all together right before they went on their buy. Timely um, buy for them as well. Yeah. It really it gives them a chance to rest up a tiny bit too. They come off the big win over the Seahawks in, in Germany. It does feel like I haven't seen the Bucks play in a while because that game was in Germany. Um, and at 9am in the morning. So, uh, but I, I think that this is a, uh, I think this is a Bucks team that's, that's starting to get back to where they could be a problem. Um, so I'm going to have to roll with the Bucks here. The Atlanta Falcons head to Washington to take on new Washington Commanders starting quarterback, Taylor Heineke, uh, and the Commanders. Bavada has the commanders, which I've now said three times in the course of about 20 seconds, minus four. I, I mean, I, I think uh, I, I don't know how you can't go with Heineke. Like, I, I don't know if this is necessarily a direct shot at Carson Wentz, but I when mean, Heineke's. They, yeah. Rivera took a very direct shot at Carson Wentz earlier in the year. So, well, that's true. Um, but, like, I don't know. I don't know how you could make any other decision as the head coach of the team. One guy has done nothing but win ball games as weirdly as that has been. And it's been Taylor Heineke. Yeah. I mean, that was, they played the Texans last week and he was 15 of 27 for 191 yards. Let's not pretend like he's putting up incredible numbers, but you're right. A win is a win is a win. 
a win is a win is a win is a win, and that's what really matters. Because uh, you can play very bad against the Texans and not win ball games, not often, but it does happen from time to time. Um, but I, I just think that it's the right decision. I obviously Washington doesn't will never trust Taylor Heineke to be their regular starting quarterback. Yeah. Um, but I think right now you have to you have to run with him as much as it 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 stinks that you invested you know draft picks et cetera in Carson Wentz. I think you have to do the draft pick cost is nominal though. Cause he's not going to hit the conditions. Well, all right then. Perfect. Even that's even better for you then you're winning Just, games. By the way, for the record, sorry, you're Taylor Heineke is averaging in his five starts. He's averaging right around 200 yards, completing 60% of his passes, throwing a touchdown and an interception. Those are his, that is the average for him this year. Oh yeah, Chris, he stinks. I'm not. I'm not debating the fact that Taylor Heineke's not uh, an above-average NFL quarterback. That's that's not my angle. Um, I just I just think that in this situation, that's who they have to play. You You're can't right. go back to Wentz right now, or ever. Well, I think I think that's going to be a decision that the league makes here uh, pretty quickly, and they have already made. No, I don't. I we've had this conversation. I don't agree with that. I think Wentz gets another couple of shots, at least one more shot. He's not the quarterback who has the top two pick quarterback that has uh, completely rid himself of any chance of being a starter in the near future this year. Wentz, Wentz wasn't terrible when he played. He did classic Carson Wentz things. The issue um, is the narrative. That's the issue. He makes you scratch your head. There's no question about that. But at the same time, like his numbers were better than Heineke's numbers. He's there's no question about that. And I'm sure he would have lit up the Texans. Like, uh, you know well, what I for mean? Sure. Yeah. Throws for more than 191 yards against the Texans. I guarantee that. But, you know, they were two and four with him as a starter. Not great. Work. <laughs> Not great. That don't work. That ain't that, Not that for ain't, anyone. ain't gonna work. Um, the Baltimore Ravens head to Jacksonville to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Bavada has the Jaguars plus four at home. I mean, I, I was so happy to have a week off from the Jaguars hmm. and their BS. Um, so I'm very like I'm 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 sad a little bit that they're back to for me to not know what to pick on them. For the record, I'll take the Falcons even without Kyle Pitts, who who doesn't really they don't really throw the ball at him anyway. So who cares? Nah, um, why would you? Uh, but in in the Jaguars' case, I I like the Ravens seem to like not care about that game last week, like against the the Panthers, they like didn't try for a, a long period of time in that game, and then. When it mattered, it was like, oh, we're just going to go score a touchdown now, and that's that's mm-hmm. going to be the end of this. Uh, and I think this game could be very similar to that. I, I kind of like the Ravens here, um, even though it's hard for me. It, it, it'll always be hard for me to pick against Peterson. The Chicago Bears had New York to take on the New York football Jets. Bavada has the Jets minus four and a half, and uh, as I said, we don't know who the starting quarterback is going to be there. Do we know who the starting quarterback in Chicago is going to be? Is Justin Justin Fields separated shoulder? So that's a fascinating story. I was looking at Pro Football Talk this morning, and over the course of like five stories, it was Justin Fields does not have dislocated shoulder. Justin Fields has dislocated left shoulder. So I there, was confused. There was a tweet from somebody that that said, Justin Fields is considered week to week, but the Bears aren't ruling out this as a seizing ending injury. I saw that too. And what? I have no idea. Like, I don't think anyone really knows what the hell's going on with Justin Fields right now. I would say the the odds are very poor that he's going to be playing this week. But because and why would you play him, especially given his style of play until he's completely healthy? I don't know. Right, man. You're not winning the Super Bowl this year, so who cares? Yeah, I really don't know. It's weird. I mean, they just lost to the Falcons. They're three and eight. And for as good as Justin Fields has played, you know, he is last week 153 yards. He's only crossed the 200 yard passing marker once, and he did that with 208 yards. 153 last week, and Again, more rushing attempts than completions, which 
happens not always almost the best. every no, but it happens happen it looks like it happens half of the time he's the starting quarterback. Not exactly what you want to see. Didn't he just win NFL Offensive Player of the Month? Uh, probably, uh, probably. <laughs> and the team was zero and four. Listen, it, it, put your talent on display, and then the team not winning is actually kind of also beneficial for the future of the franchise, right? Isn't that kind of what you want? I guess not Prove really it. the the future of his health because I, I would already be very worried about a guy like Justin Fields holding up long term with the way he plays football. Well, yeah, yeah, there's there's definitely risks. Don't get me wrong. I get very nervous when any quarterback rumbles down the field running the football. So I I don't I I don't disagree with you there at all. Speaking of quarterbacks rumbling down the field, I've had this thought that Jalen Hurts has been hurt for like a month and a half now. He just does not look the same when he tries to run away from defensive linemen, linebackers, and just run in general. I could see that. I could see what you're saying. Like, there's no explosiveness. No, there there definitely isn't. But that's the style of play that he that he does. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's he's going to run the football when he has to or when it's designed, etc. So, like, I'm not I'm not 100 percent shocked if he did pick up an injury. It's the NFL. Well, last year, 139 carries, 784 yards, 10 touchdowns. Uh, admittedly, the long was 31 yards, so it's not like he's putting up a bunch of 90-yard runs or anything like that, and nor does anyone, so that's fine. Justin Fields. He's the only wow. one. <laughs> this, this year, 110 carries, 440 yards, down to four yards a carry from 5.6, uh, is scoring a bunch. He's got eight touchdowns because he likes to call his own number on the goal line. But How dare you? fine he i'll tell you what the best way i can describe his growth in completion percentages is it's similar to tyrese maxey's improvement in three point percentage Hmm. like hertz went from 52 to 61 to now 68.3 this year uh i do think he's i do wonder if maybe he's getting a little bit more confident in his arm because it does seem like there are more turnover worthy plays uh, than there were earlier in the season. But I mean, I'm thrilled with how he's playing, obviously. Uh, Yeah. How couldn't you be? I mean, you say call your own number, but that play that, that, that clinched the Colts game. I mean, Oh, great. That's what you ask for. For sure. For sure. Um, We'll get back to the Eagles. So, what was your what's your pick on this weird Bears Jets game? I think the Jets defense is just too good. Their offense really is sort of irrelevant in a matchup like this because the Bears offense seems a little bit futile in in certain situations, especially against very good defenses. So, yeah, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Jets. The Cincinnati Bengals head to Tennessee to take on the Tennessee Titans, and Bavada has those Titans plus two at home. Probably the best matchup of the week. Um, like I, the the Bengals look like they've figured it out even without Jamar Chase. I know they're playing the Steelers. The Steelers are on a uncharacteristically down year. Um, but I, 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 that run that run defense and the way Vrabel has again seemed to to figure it out and get these guys to play. Yeah, it it makes me lean the Titans. I think people are sleeping on them a little too much. I can see that. That's totally fair. The Houston Texans travel to Miami to take on the Miami Dolphins. One of the bigger lines of the week here, Dolphins minus 13 at home. I mean, the Dolphins are going to smoke them. I could see it being 35 nothing at halftime. The, te- the Texans defense isn't going to be able to hang with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. Um, keep Tua upright, keep him in the game, and this game could get laughable very quickly, which uh, it wouldn't shock me in the least. All right. The uh, Las Vegas Raiders head to Seattle to take on the Seattle Seahawks. Bavada has the Seahawks minus three and a half. Sorry. Oh, my bad. I cut you off before you gave that out. Um, Two teams who at the beginning of the year we thought were going to be completely opposite. Um, The Seahawks still towards the top of their division. I I think San Francisco may have passed them or it's close. Um, and the, um, 
Jesus Christ. The who I just I just saw it. You just said it. Now I'm losing my mind. Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders, who everybody thought was going to be good with Devontae Adams, etc. Josh McDaniels, offensive genius. They've been bad uh, for a majority of the year. Uh, historically bad, if you're talking Raiders franchise. Uh, but then they come off that win, the, the overtime win, the walk-off against the, the also very bad Broncos. Yeah. Like, what do we do here, you know? Well, did you see the report last week that the Raiders only haven't fired McDaniels because they don't have the money to fire him and hire a new coach? It wouldn't shock me. They, they're they paying like seven different people to not be their head coach right now. So Yeah, I think Gruden's got five years left. McDaniels would have three if they if he got fired. It seems, seems like a bad idea to pay guys who no longer work for you. Just my opinion. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they managed to fire Gruden for cause, but... I don't know what that information is. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I really don't know which way to go in this game because it feels like a game that the Raiders should be in. But I I don't know if I I trust them enough to be in it because Seattle can control the clock with Kenneth Walker. They can can get after the quarterback and they have, you know, uh, uh, who's the, the rookie corner who's been very good for them. Oh yeah, yeah. From the, the tiny school, the small school guy, the big six four corner. Yeah, I, everybody knows who we're talking about. Um, he let's see how he does against a guy like Devontae Adams. That could be a very interesting matchup. Um, I, I think that this, I think this is a fun game, and I think it's one that Seattle can certainly can certainly pull out. Driving me crazy. Can I tell you, I have a weird virus on my computer that is affecting my search term. That seems. That, that, how does that happen? You know, Greg, I don't know. It's probably all of the shady websites I order Christmas presents from. Never good. Never good. Uh, driving me nuts that I can't come up with this, though. I hate it. Uh, you know, is- I know I can hear the name in my head, and I just can't. I can't get it. I don't know why. All right. Seahawks roster, position, cornerback. We are talking about not Kobe Bryant, although he's also a promising rookie corner. Tariq Wooten from That's UTSA. exactly good. Yep, yep, yep. It's exactly they, what we're talking of. They work magic with these late round corners. It just it's good coaching. Pete Carroll's a good coach. Say what you want about him, and Hot like, take. yeah, I know. Say what you want about his USC stuff and recruiting and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You can you can do all that, but you can't criticize how good of a coach he's been for the last twenty years across college in the NFL. Yeah, I think Carroll's proved that he's a he's a good NFL coach at this point. A hundred percent. The Los Angeles Chargers head to Arizona to take on the Arizona Cardinals. Bavada has the Cardinals plus four and a half. The Chargers just being exactly what we thought, like at the beginning, like that game against the Chiefs, it, it, it couldn't have gone any differently. Like it was exactly what I think like was expected to happen. Hey, be very, very good. Take the lead. Give Mahomes way too much time and then lose essentially at the last second uh, yeah. to a tire uh, to a Travis Kelsey touchdown that's pretty much pretty much exactly how you drew it up when you looked at that game sunday night mm-hmm. um and the cardinals just absolute free fall i know it's colt mccoy and i know it's tough <laughs> but like that that game the 49ers was never a doubt like never ever a doubt that line ballooned up to 10 i think pre-game once they once they ruled uh colt mccoy out or not colt mccoy kyler murray kyler. out yeah. And I, to me, like least shocking thing in the world, they they just have nothing going on. I can't believe Kingsbury's keys still work. If I'm being honest, so uh, I have to go Chargers here. Yeah, and they're on hard knocks right now, and I, I feel like nobody is talking about it at all. I haven't watched an episode. In season hard knocks is tough. I, I don't even watch preseason hard knocks. How do you expect me to watch in season hard knocks? The Lions hard knocks was amazing. But I have not watched, yeah, not watched a second. It's weird. Maybe I'll try to do that over Thanksgiving. Um, but you're right. It's it's crazy. It was a weird hire when they went ahead and hired a guy who had gotten fired at the college level. Yeah. Uh, who was okay, going to be uh, a coordinator at USC. Yep. And that's where he should have been. <sighs> crazy. Bad teams stay bad for a reason. I always say this. The... Well, how about this team? Uh, the Los Angeles Rams head to Kansas City, take on the Kansas City Chiefs. 
biggest line of the week. Bavada has the Chiefs minus 14 and a half at home against the Rams. I can't imagine the schedule makers thought this was even a possibility that the Rams no. were going to be this bad. Rams uh, got pooped on by the Saints last week. And like Andy Dalton making cocky throws. Like that's how bad it was. He was making cocky celebratory throws after touchdowns. Like mm. it was just it, it, something if you're a Rams fan, like thank God you got it done and got that title because uh, it's going to be slim pickings for, for a while. It feels like, I don't know whether it's Matthew Stafford's just done. Like, is that a thing? Is he just, his, his elbow done? screwed up. Um, but yeah, it was, it was not good. And I think the chiefs, the chiefs are clicking. I think I read like Andy Reid's undefeated. He's, he's like won 20 something games in a row in November and December, like some unbelievable number going back several years. Um, I don't see it changing this week, and I think the Chiefs can can crush the Rams. One team that, for obvious reasons, is not there uh, does not have a line this week is the Carolina Panthers. I wanted to talk about this one because they are officially benching Baker Mayfield in favor of Sam Darnold. Might as well find out what you got in Sammy D. Oh, what a nightmare season for the Panthers. And they probably should have won against the, the, the Ravens over the weekend, which is even crazier to say. Uh, but, it, yeah. It, is there any chance Baker gets an opportunity to start next year? For who? That's the issue. I don't know who uh, he would start for. Yeah, it's hard. I think I think where, where I landed was he needed to go to – um, he needs to go to it. I really like him in Buffalo as a backup. Uh, he needs to learn on, that. under somebody like re let take a year to reset. Just let your brain figure out whatever the hell is affecting it right now. Cause his problems are mental as much as anything else. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. All right. Uh, the, the Jets might need might need a quarterback. That feels like a classic move for the Jets. Bring oh, in Baker and let him suck there next year. The Commanders will need a quarterback. The oh boy, there's not not a lot. It's crazy. Like, like you get to the Lions and you're like, no, Jared Goff is just way better than Baker Mayfield. Uh, the, Wild the to say. The Packers might need a quarterback if things keep going bad. Uh, not with that dead cat money. Well, but if he retires, different ball game. That's um, Houston might need a quarterback. Indy needs a quarterback. Although now, do that maybe they don't? Matt Ryan's playing again and playing okay. Uh, Atlanta might need a quarterback. The Saints might need a quarterback. The Bucks, if Brady retires, the. The Raiders might not have a, their next year quarterback on the roster right now. Probably don't. Derek Carr absolutely going to the Jets. That's that feels that feels like a thing. Uh, Rams. Who knows with Stafford? 49ers have Lance. Seahawks have met numerous better options. Yeah, not great. Not great. Almost too many better options, if you ask me. Yeah. Speaking of those New Orleans Saints, they're in Philadelphia, Philadelphia. They're in San Francisco. Very similar towns for those who haven't visited either. Correct. And uh, Bavada has the 49ers minus nine at home. Uh, the 49ers are going to destroy the Saints. They're getting it all together. They're figuring out this offense. We saw Kittle and uh, Debo score. Ayuk getting scores. I, I don't see any, any chance that uh, this 49ers team doesn't win by three touchdowns against the Saints team. Sunday night football, the Green Bay Packers go to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania to take on the Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, Bavada has those Eagles minus seven at home. Stop the run, win the game. That's it. Aaron Rodgers can't throw the ball to anybody right now except Christian Watson. But stop the run and you're fine. Like, that's it. And Dominican Sue and Linval Joseph are here now. We're back, baby. The run defense is back. Yeah. One of my, I don't know if I said this to you already. I'm sorry if I did, but I didn't say to the listeners. So there's that. We're texting with one of my buddies during the Eagles game, and he's like, "Man, Fletcher Cox and, and Linval Joseph are basically the same player at this point." 
And my response was, that's not true. Linval Joseph has half a sack. <laughs> it's so sad. It's so sad. Like, I know Fletch had a better game this past weekend, though it didn't really put up counting stats. Playing too many snaps, you hope that he can get a little more fresh as the uh, remainder of the campaign goes. I'm worried about this game. I'm very worried about this game for the record. <sighs> I, it's hard for me to get worried about it. I, I'd, I'd like to worry about it, but I feel I just feel like we're the better team. Yeah, and they are. tried very hard to lose to the Colts. Well, I mean, what are you going to do? Jeff Saturday's coaching the boys up. Sure, that's that. Uh, and, <laughs> and the game that everyone's been looking forward to, Monday Night Football, the pinnacle of sports entertainment. The Philadelphia, no, Jesus, it's late. The Pittsburgh Steelers head to Indianapolis to take on Jeff Saturday and those Indianapolis Colts. All these games in the NFL being played on American soil this weekend. The Colts minus two and a half at Bavada. Colts at home, I, I have to lean with the Colts, even though Pickett, while not being amazing, looked better last week. Um, I have to go. I have to go with the Colts here at home. Do the Pan- Panthers have a bot? No. Who do the Panthers? Oh, they play Denver. There's just no line because, well, I guess Sam Darnold was n- named the starter, so there should be a line soon, but not a game that anybody needs to watch. No, not at all. No, absolutely not. Too much. That's that's a holiday hangover Monday night game that we can all ignore. It is Sunday at one o'clock. <laughs> not good, Gregory. No. Not good. I'm excited for this week, though. I'm excited for this week of sports. I'm excited to uh, spend time with those I theoretically care about and many who I don't. Until then, <laughs> and isn't that, that the works. holidays? Holidays in a nutshell. That's going to be it for this week's episode of You're Wrong and Here's Why. For Greg Crone, I'm Chris Horwardell. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for your support. And have yourself a happy little Thanksgiving. We'll see you next time.